Hey, podcast listener. Are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help you work less and earn more. My name is Geraldine Carter. Today, I want to share with you some different ways to think about what you price. Why? Because what you price informs your revenue. Because how many you sell times your price is your revenue. That much is obvious. Depending on what you price has a huge impact on how much you work. Depending on what you price, it has a huge impact on how much you don't work. Depending on what you price will inform your revenue or the revenue that you do not bring in. And if you look at the accounting space right now, the going model is to price work with a rough estimate that's based on more or less how long it will take, plus some kind of markup. The more the accountant loads the package with stuff that takes work, like month-end close, accounts payable, accounts receivable, payroll, forecast, tax returns, the more expensive the package becomes. But there are at least two problems with this method of pricing work. One is that when you sell work, you're always on the hook for working. If you're on my daily email list, and if you're not, get on it at geraldinecarter.com forward slash subscribe. Last week, I wrote to my list about selling shoveling. If you sell shoveling, you're on the hook to shovel. But if you sell a hole in the ground, now you have options not limited to who digs the hole in the ground. Is it you, someone on your team, someone on their team? But also, how does it get dug? Does it get dug by hand with shovels or does it get dug by an excavator? You also have the option of potentially providing advice, guidance, strategy on where do we put this hole? What kind of hole do you want this thing for? Do you want a square hole for a foundation? Or do you want a shallow flat hole for a garden? Or do you want a long skinny hole for a well? Do we want this thing in the sunshine because it's going to be a garden? Do we want this thing out of the floodplain? What are we doing here? Why are we even digging a hole to start with? Let's be thoughtful about the hole we dig before we get started digging it. What's our purpose? What are we even trying to accomplish with this hole? If you sell shoveling, though, you will always be on the hook to get started shoveling. When you sell the hole in the ground, you have options and you're included in the conversation, helping the buyer think through what they even want their hole for. Shoveling is the lower value part that can be done by almost anyone. 
but not every digger, every shoveler is savvy about where to put holes in the ground. So that's one of the problems with pricing work. You're on the hook for the work and you get excluded from the conversation, the part of the conversation that includes the strategy, the guidance, the advice that is really where the value is. The second thing though that I didn't mention in that email is what if you think that they value work, but in fact what they really value is something else altogether. Something far less tangible, but something far more valuable. And what if the thing that they valued most was access? access to you in the form of, can they email you and expect a response? Can they call you and expect you to call them back? And if they do call you, do they get the office main line or do they get your cell phone? Can they get a hold of you that day if they need to? Can they randomly put time on your calendar for meetings or not? Do they even get to meet with you or can they only ever meet with someone on your staff? What if access to you was the most valuable thing to your clients. More valuable than getting the work done. And what if access to you was limited? What if access to you was prized by them and prized by you and you safeguarded it and you protected it so that only the people who are willing to pay the most for it could have it? What would happen if you priced your packages and differentiated your services based solely on access. If work is what you wanna be doing less of, what if you considered the option of selling less work? Because the more work you sell, the more work you always have to do. What would happen if you safeguarded your time and priced for access and sold access? Only to people who value your expertise, only to the people who understand and appreciate the value that a single conversation with you can bring, that a single conversation can be worth tens of thousands of dollars, only to the people who need to talk to you so they can get answers and make better business decisions. What if you sold access instead of work? I'm not saying that you're not going to do work. I'm simply saying, what if you priced access? instead of pricing work. Only you can know what your clients truly value. And when you understand what your clients truly value, when you understand what your prospects truly value, compared to what you think they might value, what you've always been taught to think what they value because that's how the industry has always done it, when you find out what it is that they truly value, you'll be able to capture that value so much more effectively with your prices. And when you're a more effective pricer, and in this case, you learn to price for not working, you'll change the face of your business. And if you want to, you'll be able to make perhaps significant cuts in your workload. If your clients value access and access to you is in short supply, price for access, not work. Tune in next time. See you in a week. Hey, remember... If you want to get out of the endless cycle of busy, check out Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind so that you can stop working like mad to compensate for being underpriced. Go to GeraldineCarter.com for more. Have an amazing week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing? 
or at your desk. In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.